We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Before we get started on today's episode, big ups to the members of the Patreon. Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Daniel Gibson, Derek Plates, Devin Rendon, Jake Powers, Corey Johnson Hoops, Mike Wozniak, and Ryan Pisner. To support the show, to support Veterans Minimum, to get some exclusive content like the six-packs, access to the Discord, contests and giveaways every month, shout-outs like the ones you're hearing now, and a lot of other cool shit, patreon.com slash veteransminimum. This episode, my guy Cody from Full Slate, the betting podcast, he comes on, and we strictly talk Super Bowl bets, Super Bowl props, Super Bowl trends, the whole nine. It's time to get super degenerate on this one. Alan and I will be back later this week on Friday with another pod where we're just going to talk about the game from an X's and O's, team breakdowns, and the usual Super Bowl preview. So... Make sure you've checked out the podcast and chill with Samantha Wendorf, a friend of the podcast. You know her plus one. Impy was in the background as well. And it was a cool, cool conversation. And last but not least, I want to ask you guys for a favor. Go to iTunes. Go to Apple if you listen to the podcast on Apple. And leave us a review. Be gentle. You know we're sensitive. Sit back, relax. Get those pockets ready. Time for some bets with Cody from Full Slate. I'm working hard for respect in my city. I'm working hard for respect. Yeah. You think you got it, I got it for real. You think you got what I got. Uh. This one for those they forget in my city. Just dog off the leash and it's 
Ah, yes. What's good, everybody? And welcome to the Super Bowl edition, the Super Bowl props edition. Straight betting bars only on this one. My guy is back. How many How many times have you been on the pod now? I think I've been on once. I know we had you on uh, full slate once next, so we did kind of a home and home thing. But excited to be back, Super Bowl. This is kind of a gambler's paradise here. Super Bowl and March Madness are like the two kind of peak moments as a sports better in my book. My guy Cody from Full Slate dropping gems right off the bat. I forgot that that I was on your show once and you were on mine, but I remember that this is the third one that we're doing together. So. Mm-hmm uh it's all it's all tied in dude how um how do you feel about this uh super bowl from a betting perspective i feel amazing about the props are about to go through but i'm not gonna lie i've been the thing about the super bowl right you have two weeks in between the conference championship games and the super bowl so it gives you a ton of time to like play the mental gymnastics in your head on which team you actually want to bet on I think I've landed on the team. I love the betting angles. I think everyone kind of wins in this matchup, right? You get Mahomes versus Brady, the older goat versus the newer goat. Uh, It's in Tampa, which kind of is an element we've never seen before. The whole world has talked about it. The first time a home team is hosting a Super Bowl. But in a COVID year, it's a weird, weird thing to have happen. Kind of makes sense. Um, But I'm pumped, man. I can't wait for the game and and to dive into it here. Yeah, I... I couldn't agree with you more, man. The thing, the dilemma that I have is, do I have the balls to go away from what I've been saying all year? And that is from the beginning. I said it week three or four. I said, just print the banner already. I just, Kansas City was my pick to repeat. And they haven't shown me anything to think otherwise. So that's where I'm at with the game. I know I got a big Super Bowl preview from an X's and O's standpoint coming on Friday with Allen. But before we really dive into this one, Cody, tell the people a little bit about Full Slate and the podcast and what you guys got going on this week. Let's get the let's get the plugs out the way because we're about to go deep. I oh, love it off the top. Um, cool. So, yes, my brother and I, we started Full Slate a couple of years ago. We joined Blue Wire. Uh, before the 2019 NFL season, so a little over a year, we've been with the Blue Wire family like yourself, Nick. Um, but yeah, we do kind of weekly sports betting shows. So during the NFL season, we've done two a week, a basically a pick em pod, which we're releasing Wednesday morning, I think same time this is out. And we will do a Sunday scary. So right after the Super Bowl, we'll do a recap, instant reaction. We share the feed with uh, Greg Frank, Alex Uplinger, so we'll, we'll cover basically everything, NBA, college basketball, even a little bit of hockey. Um, but this is – NFL is really our bread and butter. We'll do baseball too, but NFL is, is king when it comes to sports betting. So can't wait to dive into it. I feel like historically NFL is a very tough sport to bet, but when it comes to Super Bowls, in the recent years I've done pretty well on these props. I'm hoping to give some of your – listeners uh nick a few winners here and uh give give everyone a little bit of lunch money you know one of my favorite memories of recent super bowls was atlanta new england i had said that they were going to go to overtime it was like nine to one odds 
And the reason, Cody, if you remember that season, that 2016 season, I believe there was 12 or 13 games in the regular season that went into overtime. Mm. And I just felt like it was very fitting. There was no other logic or analytics behind that. It was what you said about the Super Bowl being in Tampa and Tampa being a team that plays in Tampa, obviously. No, no shit. But they're hosting the Super Bowl in their own stadium. Of course, it would happen during a COVID year. I felt the same way that Super Bowl with the Falcons and the Patriots, where I just felt as if it was very fitting that that Super Bowl will go to overtime because of what transpired earlier that year. So I'm excited, man. Are you ready to rock and roll? Yeah, let's do this thing. Uh, you want to start us off? Start us off with some props. We have about 10 props each. We're just going to go back and forth, tell you where, where our head's at on each of them. Yeah, so I mean, I feel like it makes sense to uh, lead off the show here for going props, going chronological order of the game, right? You have the coin toss, that's one thing, heads or tails, there's only so much you can do there. I know we're largely going off DraftKings lines for this show, uh, so if you're in a relevant state, you could bet through DraftKings, also a former sponsor, a Blue Wire Bet Online. The regulated sports books aren't allowed to post the anthem over under, but every average Joe, whether it's with your bookie or you're in a, a Super Bowl pool uh, with friends, the anthem over under is always a very fun one. You get out your stopwatch. It really feels like you get into the game. Um, and this is a unique year in terms of we have two people actually singing the anthem. So Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church, the over-under on Bet Online is two minutes. Uh, I have a little background here for you, Nick. I had my, my research team on the case, a.k.a. Google. So Sullivan performed the anthem 2016. Um, it was one of the outdoor NHL games, so it was cold in Minneapolis. She did a minute and 39 seconds, very short. That was the shortest rendition since 2012. Kelly Clarkson did it. Um, she did another one. It was also under two minutes, a minute 47 at a Sixers game. Now, the last time we've had a collaborative anthem was 2006, Aretha Franklin and Aaron Neville. They went two minutes and nine seconds. So the fact that we're getting two people singing the anthem, it's going to be probably decently nice out in Tampa. It seems like it might rain, but mild overall. So it's not like they're going to be rushing to get through this thing. I'm taking the over two minutes. It's typically the last couple of years, it's been just under two minutes, but the fact that we have two people singing the anthem and taking the over. So that's my first uh, prop bet here. Fun fact, I've never wagered on the anthem. Oh, really? Oh, I, no. love, the I love the anthem because you take out the iPhone stopwatch and you get started and there's a few years back, I remember there's some drama depending on like when they end, right? So you have to like kind of read the, the fine terms and conditions there, but Definitely, definitely a fun bet. I'd I'd recommend uh, listeners check out. Didn't someone do a double brave? I think it was. Yeah, the the double brave is when when it gets a little dicey. I think I think they cut it off after the first brave. So, you know, Eric Church, country singer, right? He may milk this thing. Interesting, interesting. All right, so we got over on the anthem from Cody. There's one thing I want to mention. You you talked about the coin toss and passing. Mm. Is there a dumber bet that you can make than the coin toss when you factor in the you have to pay a VIG for a 50-50 proposition? Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's definitely not like a 
over the long term of betting, if you're going to win the, what is it, 52.8% or whatever you need to be a, a profitable sports better, yeah, it's not a profitable bet, but tails never fails, as, as the people say. And I do think on DraftKings, let me pull it up, I think they have a, a, an odds boost of sorts for, for the coin toss, actually. Well, the, the reason why I say that is because the one thing I dislike about the coin toss is that, like right now, coin toss outcome, heads minus 103, tails minus 103. Mm-hmm. It should be even for me to make this bet like if it was even odds or plus 100 i would i would dabble in the coin toss but i feel like an asshole if i'm paying a vig for a 50 50 proposition yeah definitely it's for you know so from part, that part, part of sports of view, betting is just like eh, okay for the yeah. entertainment value yeah um so the if you want to make money off the coin toss i think one thing you could do is those novelty props to win coin toss and game, you get some nice payouts there, right? So if you pick the bucks to win the coin toss and the game, it's plus 355. If you want the Chiefs to win the coin toss and the game, it's plus 205. So like maybe something like that might interest me a little bit, but the idea of just doing a coin toss straight up, Cody, I'm a degenerate man, but not to that level, bro. You gotta maybe maybe you're you're gonna be more of an anthem guy this year. Try that one out. I might try. I might try. Okay, my first prop that I really really like. I'm a sucker for revenge games. Lashawn McCoy, twelve to one to score a touchdown at any time in the game. Oh my god! How gross is that? Yeah, that's really great. I, I was like, at first I was like, what team has LaShawn McCoy been on? Has he been active? I'm pulling that up. Uh, I think he was active for one. Yeah, th- he might not even be active for the Super Bowl. Yeah. But in the event that he's active, you know, all, all we need is one, man. 12 to 1 odds for any time TD score. Dude, I think you're going to need longer odds than that. I respect the, the angle. I'm all for, like, the the kind of topical uh, plot line that I think up as a better that at the end of the day, like probably doesn't ultimately matter, but in my head, it's like, Oh, this is definitely going to happen. But yeah, it looks like last time he played was the game versus Detroit. So never say never, but um, I, a different, his teammate that I like for any time touchdown, that's definitely, it's not a 12 to one payout. Uh, but plus 120, his fellow running back, Leonard Fournette, uh, was a playoff Lenny. He's getting a lot of hype. Uh, he's scored a touchdown the last three games. And really the reason I love this so much is the Chiefs' rushing defense is terrible. It's absolutely their Achilles heel. They're 31st ranked rushing defense by DVOA. Um, if, if the Bucks are going to want really any, any hope, I think, of, of winning this game, they're going to have to play a bit of a ball control game. So... I think Fournette's going to get a couple of looks inside the red zone at plus 120 on DraftKings. I like that bet a lot. That's not a bad one. That's a, I like that one too. That one's interesting, especially if that trend continues of this playoff Lenny stuff where he's really mm-hmm. dominating that backfield and he's getting in the end zone. Yeah, he seems to like has kind of brought it back to what we saw for a couple of years there when he's on Jacksonville, right? And even at LSU, he was unbelievable. And then he kind of stalled out. 
And even like early in the season with the Bucks, it was kind of him and Ronald Jones. It seemed like it was Ronald Jones backfield, but he's really emerged the last few weeks. So I think a plus one twenty versus this rush defense, it's a it's a no brainer bet for me. All right, all right, I like it, I like it. I have a player prop on catches next. Mm. Over under five and a half catches, minus 125 for one Chris Godwin. Mm. I think with uh, Antonio Brown, his status up in the air at the time of we're recording, I know he has a $750,000 bonus if they win this game. So I'm sure he's going to try his best to be out there. But Godwin has just been so consistent from a target standpoint, especially with Brady at quarterback. And especially since they came back off the bye in week 13, just really solid, really consistent. And I think he's the most complete wide receiver on that team. And he is going to have the best matchup of any of the wide receivers in this game as well. So five and a half catches. Shit, dude, he could do that in the first half. So that's probably my favorite player prop of all of them that I'm going to give because the other ones are all like crazy payouts because, you know, everyone likes a crazy playout. But mm-hmm. if you want to bet on a favorite of some kind, I think five and a half catches for Chris Godwin is probably mine. Yeah, I think that's a great, a great play. You look at it, his targets since week, week 16, uh, nine versus Detroit. He had seven versus Atlanta, 12 versus Washington in that playoff game. Um, he had nine targets last week, five catches, 110 yards. I agree. I think the Chiefs, we saw what they did the first matchup versus uh, this uh, this Bucks defense. They were able to move the ball. They kind of stalled out at the end, um, and Brady was playing catch-up. I think he's going to look to Godwin as that guy uh, for a lot of targets here. Um, I know Mike Evans has been a huge red zone guy, and that is another one I like actually for any time touchdown. But for between the chains, kind of as like the Julian Edelman uh, for Brady on this team, I, I agree. I think it's Godwin. So I like I like that a lot. You said it's one minus one twenty, minus one twenty five, minus one twenty five. Yeah, I would I would absolutely lay lay a little bit of extra juice there. I think that's a nice play. Um, in the same vein, another player prop over under, uh, on the chiefs side of the ball here. I love Tyreek Hills over 92 and a half yards. Um, I was kind of surprised this was below a hundred in their matchup in week 12. Tyreek Hill went nuts, 13 catches, 269 yards, three touchdowns. Um, if you're going to bet, if you like the chiefs, you know, like, uh, maybe I want Mahomes to win MVP, but I want to take a long shot. The long shot guy is Tyreek Hill. He would need to essentially replicate this Week 12 matchup, but anyone on the team can do it on the offense side of the ball. It's obviously him. And also recently in the playoffs, he's been on fire. Eight catches, 110 versus Cleveland. Nine catches for 172 yards last weekend against Buffalo. He does it, and it's just so easy. It's like quick screen passes, and he's gone. Obviously, he could take the top off a of defense. So 92 and a half. Maybe I'm just Joe Public here, but Tyreek Hill feels like a no-brainer there. I'm going to piggyback off that because I have two things on Tyreek Hill. Actually, Mm -hmm. a few things on Tyreek Hill. So the Super Bowl two years ago when the Patriots beat the Rams, I gave out Edelman at 25-1 to to win MVP. 
And the reason why was the matchup was fantastic for him in the slot against the Rams. Um, the Rams had those really two good corners on the outside. Everyone always goes to the quarterback. The quarterback is always – his line is overinflated mm-hmm. because it's the quarterback. It's very possible that Tyreek Hill could replicate something like that mm-hmm. with that matchup. If you look at Carlton Davis, anytime he guards wide receivers, he he's become a shutdown corner. But Tyreek Hill just, exp- like, violated him. And one thing about Tyreek Hill, I couldn't agree with you more about Super Bowl MVPs, 12-1 to 1 to win Super Bowl MVP. I would rather bet that. Because I think it's the most realistic outcome of anyone who could win MVP. That's not Pat Mahomes. And I also like plus 200 for a Chiefs win and Tyreek Hill over 100 receiving yards. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I mean, so, I mean, you, you just mentioned his his numbers in the playoffs. Over 100 in both of those games. And as someone that took him in FFPC... He's dropped some big balls, too. So, like, he's probably left about 70, 80 yards on the table as well. And it's it's a two-man show in Kansas City. It's Tyreek and it's Travis Kelsey. And I think they're going to try their best to exploit the matchup for Tyreek Hill. So, I know I just gave out two, but it's just piggybacking off what you said. Tyreek Hill for MVP, 12-1 to odds. And Tyreek Hill over 100 yards receiving and a Chiefs win is 2-1. to yeah, I love it. I love it. I mean, staying on the chief side of the ball here, another guy that it's it's no surprise, but Travis Kelsey's just been absolutely unbelievable this year for the Chiefs. Um, he's his odds in this game to score a touchdown an anytime touchdown minus 175. So when it comes to the Super Bowl prop game, I do like when I feel like I have a chance to lock in a winner. Like, I feel very confident in this one. I'm willing to pay a little bit of juice here and kind of, kind of sprinkle a few long shots in throughout to try and up my overall uh, total winning options, right? Like, how much can I actually win? But I think this one really is a no-brainer in my mind. He scored a touchdown the last six games. He scored a touchdown eight out of the last ten games. The fact that this is below uh, minus 200 feels like value to me. And what you can do if you're coming from – Let's see. They normally have like the – I'll take a look here. But sometimes they have like the basically player to score a touchdown and team win uh, parlays. I'm not seeing it at the moment, but that's definitely something I would keep my eye out for um, because obviously you have a guy like Kelsey. He's going to have that option there. So I love that. Kelsey minus 175 to score an anytime touchdown. And part part of it is too. They do those like the little pitch plays to mm-hmm, Kelsey mm-hmm. when he's lining up in the backfield. I still don't know how you stop that. So um, uh, you could could get that on your side as well here. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, I think I think Kelsey and Hill props are going to be hammered by everybody. But I I, mm-hmm. I don't think that's the uh, a bad play, right? Like uh, in the divisional round, everybody bet the Packers minus six and a half. And sometimes the public is right. So don't don't get too I think that's one thing that I've realized, Cody. Uh I don't I don't really believe in that Joe's versus pros thing and square bets. I just kind of play what I think is 
the right play. And if the public happens to be on that side, then so be it. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I feel like I fall. Sometimes I fall too a uh, victim to being on uh, that Joe public side, but you know, we're, we're all, we're all trying to uh, improve here, but yeah, it is, it is easy to get caught up in it. I mean, you look at it game like this, just looking on the action network friend of uh blue wire 61 percent of the money is on the chiefs in this one and i believe it's like 59 percent of the bets so people are coming in on the chiefs it's no surprise it's patrick mahomes it's this offense and yeah you said it. i just i quite frankly don't think this bucks team is gonna have enough stops in them in this game despite the fact that the Chiefs have they're they're down two of their best offensive linemen. I feel like that's the most notable thing in this game. Mitchell Schwartz and uh, Eric Fisher are both going to be out for the Chiefs, but I just kind of trust Mastermind and Andy Reid in this one. Yeah, two weeks to prepare for Andy Reid. I think. I mean, just the idea of Andy Reid against Bruce Arians, I think, is not being spoken about enough. Um, okay. I have two really quick quick props I want to just bang out. Uh, safety. I think I bet this every year. I think it's hit like four of the last nine years or something. I remember there was like mm-hmm. back-to-back years where there were safeties, but a safety to happen at any time in the game, eight to one odds. I think that's pretty appealing. And also there to be a successful two-point conversion is plus 230. Yeah, I love that one, um, especially with today's kind of – you're. I feel like you're definitely guaranteed at least one shot at that. And whether it's a close game or whether you have a team coming from behind, because now when you have the teams typically when they score a touchdown when they're down, say, 14, a lot of times they'll go for two and, and do the analytics play because if they get it, the next time they score – they could kick an extra point and go up by one. Or if they don't, they have another shot at the two-point conversion. So with the uh, kind of quick – quick uh, the way the way analytics is kind of spreading to that NFL, I feel like you will get a little value there uh, by that plus – was it plus 230, you said? Plus 230, correct. Yeah, yeah, I like that, especially with guys like Brady, Mahomes, quarterbacks under center you can trust. Um, I also have – Two more quick props. Mahomes over 325 and a half passing yards. The Bucks run defense is first in the NFL by DVOA metrics. Um, meaning, I think the Chiefs are going to throw even more than they normally do. Uh, he threw for 462 yards the first time uh, these teams met. Um, given what we know is going on with that offensive line, I think it's going to be a lot of quick passes, get the ball out of his hand. He still does have the turf toe thing. So I think Mahomes is going to run maybe even slightly less than he does where you'll kind of get some of those uh, maybe one or two times a game he takes off and runs. I think he's going to stay in the pocket and pick this Bucks defense apart. So I love the Mahomes over. And there's even a prop on DraftKings any quarterback to record 500 or more passing yards. I know that's a ridiculous number, but he threw for 462 in the first matchup and a yes pays out 16 to one. So I feel like that's worth, worth a little sprinkle there. Just, you never know what happens in these games. Yeah. And it was a couple of years ago when the Eagles played the, the Patriots where Brady threw for 500 yards. 
Mm-hmm. So I remember some people said that he should have won MVP in that game, even though they lost. Yeah. So, cause he was, I mean, that might've been his best performance from a box score standpoint. Um, but yeah, man, that's an interesting one. 500 yards and a win. That's just the pants, like a little bit. It's like, ah, 16 to one. That's worth something. And also you, you mentioned how he threw for 460 plus yards in that first meeting. So it's and, not. And, yeah. And they like sat on the ball. In the yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. I have a couple other MVP long shots. I mean, I gave out Chris Godwin for catches, <clears throat> excuse me, 30 to one odds to win MVP. I could see him having a game similar to Edelman a couple years ago. Now, that was also a game in which the score was, I believe, 13 3 in that mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Yeah, I have it in front of me 13 3, and Edelman caught double digit passes. So, yeah, that's why he ended up winning. Um, but 30 to one odds for a guy who could potentially catch eight to nine balls, 100 yards, and maybe a touchdown. And if Brady, you know, spreads it out, maybe, or, you know, no one else has a big game, I could see that. And also an interesting one I like Shaq Barrett at 50 to one as a defensive player. Left tackle is going to be out for yeah. the Chiefs, which is big. And Shaq Barrett had a couple of big plays against the Chiefs earlier in the year, and that was with Eric Fisher out there. All it really takes, dude, is, you know, it's a 21-21 game, 21-24 game, and it's a strip sack fumble by Shaq Barrett. And he has two sacks already, and then before you know it, it's he's made that big play. You know, Malcolm Smith a couple of years ago, well, mm-hmm. many years ago against Seattle, he had the pick six when the game was on the line still. And that catapulted to him winning MVP. So yeah. I, I think Shaq Barrett at 50 to 1 odds, I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, you look at Shaq Barrett, Devin White, 40 to 1. That guy's a monster and flies around. Um, and even and even if the Chiefs were to win a lower-scoring game and say Brady, we saw what he did in the second half first Green Bay through three picks. And it wasn't really pretty out of him. Maybe it's worth sprinkling something on Tyron Matthew at 40 to 1. If he gets a pick six, maybe the game's lower scoring than you'd expect. Then then that has a shot to win. But I like that as well. I think if I'm looking at the defensive side of the ball, and you know, it's gonna be obviously a long shot for one of these things to happen, but I think you laid out the script of what it would take. I think you're more likely to get if the Bucks are going to win, you're more likely to have a random MVP, in my opinion, than if the Chiefs are to win. I think Chiefs are to win. I think I think Mahomes, I think a lot of the things I'm going to bet on are going to happen. And if the Bucks win, maybe Brady balls out. But I think it's going to have to come from this defense. It's going to have to come from the defensive line. The Chiefs offensive line is banged up. And I think the Bucks would play a ball control style game and and uh Get, get that pass rush all over my home. So I like that 50 to one. I mean, I think that might be worth a little, little sprinkle. So I want to just, before we wrap up on the props, something just uh, crossed my mind here and I had it in my notes. So it's, it's the history for spreads and totals. Um, in the last 10 Super Bowls, the favorite is four and six against the spread. Right now, the Chiefs are a three point favorite. Um, so it's a weird dynamic with the favorites in the Super Bowls. 
Um, it doesn't always pan out. And the one thing that always happens is people just, I think if you're going to bet this game without giving away any picks, cause I want to save it for your show. And also like my official picks going to be on the Friday show, even mm-hmm. though if anyone's been listening the last seven months, they know what my pick is. Probably have an idea. But I, I do think that the approach that I would take is if I'm going to bet Tampa Bay, I'm betting them on the money line. I'm not taking them with the points at that point. Mm-hmm. You're better off just getting the, the bigger number and getting a better payout. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think it's like around plus 140. Somewhere like that on the money line for Tampa. Uh, if you're leaning that way, I agree. Just just fire off in that direction. Um, the three is not enough. I think the line flirted with three and a half. It's back down to three now. So I, I, I totally agree. Another bet that's interesting in terms of kind of halftime, full-time, which is a bet on DraftKings. So basically the person who's up at the half, and then at the end of the game, uh, Bucks up at half, Chiefs basically to win is plus 550. We've seen what the Chiefs have done both last postseason and this postseason in terms of getting off to slow starts. Happened versus Buffalo. Happened basically the entire playoff run um, uh, last year. So just something interesting worth uh, looking into there. Dude, hell of a call. I love that. In soccer, it's one of my favorite bets where you take a team to be winning in the first half and then they come back and lose in the second half. Mm-hmm. It's You get some 18, 25 to 1 payouts when you're playing games like that, especially like during World Cups and Euro Cups. And the mm-hmm. one thing that I like to do is say it's like a Czech Republic against Brazil. It's like you take the Czech Republic in the first half and then Brazil to come back and win it. Mm-hmm. And you'll get like 24, 28 to one odds. So I like that you brought some soccer into this one, uh, even though you didn't really know about that. Yeah, you tied no it idea. Into soccer, no idea. Yeah, I like that, man. So what'd you say it was? Plus 550. That's uh, I like that. I like that a lot. And also, man, remember the, the half times are expanded. Like the mm-hmm. half time is like 45 minutes. Chiefs were just there last year. Off the top of my head, it's JPP and Brady and Gronk, the only ones that have been in Super Bowls on that side. Yeah. So, I mean, LaShawn McCoy also, but again, he might not be active (laughs) with my 12-1 to prop, but I like that one. I like that one a lot. Um, Okay, Uh, last one for me as I look at my list. Um, This has hit in three of the last five years, plus 400. The first penalty of the game to be a false start. <laughs> That's plus four hundred. Yep. What's uh, what's the favorite for a bet like that offsides or like pass interference? Let me take a look. Let me try to find that. Um, sorry to put you on the spot there. No, no, you're good. I got it right here. So the favorite is holding. Holding. Um, at plus 230, personal foul at Sportsmanlike is plus 300, false start plus 400, offsides is plus 450, pass interference plus 575, delay of game 18 to 1, no penalties 100 to 1. That's funny. Yeah, I I, I think that's funny. That's a three out of the last five Super Bowls, you said? Yeah. 
that's what's great about Super Bowl, just betting period. The fact that like there's a market for this, it's it's a, a special time. Well, think about it, right? You're you're in the Super Bowl. You're they're obviously amped, nervous. Yeah. yeah, you're in the first first time you might be in the Super Bowl, and you just fall start. Four four to one odds. Why it. not? Yeah, I think that's worth a look. Three out of the last five years, so why not four out of six? Um, my last one here, it's a uh, special teams bet. I don't think we have had any kicking props yet. So you can bet head-to-head punts, Tampa versus the Chiefs. And uh, so Tampa to have more punts than the Chiefs is minus 143. So, again, you have to lay a little bit of juice. But uh, so far in this postseason, the Bucks have averaged three punts a game. The Chiefs have averaged – half a punt per game and it's like you try and think about it, it's hard like being like oh who's the chief's punter period um so i'm i'm hammering that one i think uh i think that one sets up pretty nicely uh just especially the way this first matchup went uh with how easily the chiefs were able to move the ball early and i think they kind of they definitely took their foot off the gas i think they're i think they have their eye on the prize here for the second title and I know right before we hopped on, they had a little bit of a COVID thing going on. Their backup center and Demarcus Robinson, uh, the wide receiver, both tested positive for COVID. So hopefully it's an isolated to those two guys. Um, but assuming that's the case and they're pretty much at full health, minus offensive line, I think they're that's a good bet. Wow, good call on that, man. I didn't catch that. Yeah, Chiefs placed Daniel Kilgore and Robinson on COVID. Wow. That's definitely definitely going to be something to monitor, but I know I saw earlier today there was something Tyreek Hill said that they're 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 all very isolated and they're not going to do anything stupid leading up to it because I believe the report came out from Adam Schefter on Friday, last Friday, mm-hmm. that from here on out anyone that tests positive due to protocol, they won't be eligible for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think the way the tweet I saw was like these guys could still play if they tested negative like five times in a row. So I don't I don't know, um, but uh, it's it's uh, definitely definitely something to be uh, aware of here as you're looking to bet this game. All right, man, Cody, this was fun, dude. Hopefully, we could catch some of these. I know I'm gonna place a couple. I'm going to put out a graphic with uh, the ones that I actually wager on. But, dude, it was a pleasure. And I'm looking forward to – you were actually going to come into studio for this one. But we got hit with a crazy nor'easter over here. Mm-hmm. And uh was not going to have you venture all the way out here, man. But I appreciate you still coming on and, and doing it through Zoom. Yeah, of course, Nick. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Always a good time. And, uh, yeah, check out our – our podcast over a full slate as well for for some Super Bowl props and, and game right off of your grill. Nikki too ill, can't let it drop in me spill. Clogging the lane, I'm feeling the strain. I'm here for the spot to be filled. Not to be cocky, but all of you watching while I'm in the cup paying property bills. Got it.